Welcome to Bible Believers Fellowship and the ministry of BBFOhio.com. I'm Pastor Greg, and I welcome you to our current events update and then our study in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 16 through 18, titled, The Lord Be With You All. The conclusion of this two-part message can be found at bbfohio.com as we conclude our verse-by-verse study of 2 Thessalonians. We invite you to download, listen to, and share these messages freely. As we now begin, this is part one of two. The current events update. So that's what I was going to, I'm glad I waited. The Ohio House voted 65 to 28 to override. Now, now, now it goes to the Senate, and they weren't supposed to meet again until January 25th, but neither was the House. The House called a special session, and our on-the-ground correspondent, Jim Oldham, was telling me that they're going to do the same thing, I guess. And uh, at least that's what the news media is saying. Was it you or Mark? one of my correspondents out there. But uh, they're saying they're going to have a special session too. So we'll keep our prayers and keep our eye out. But according to the spokesperson uh, for the GOP, they said that it's even going to be more lopsided in the Senate than it was in the House, which is way more than they need. So that means that children in the state of Ohio will not be allowed to be castrated and mutilated by sick, perverted adults. They will not be able to take uh, chemical castrations either, including hormones or estrogen, whichever the case may be. And boys will no longer be allowed to beat up on girls in girls' sports. So that's all great news. But again, the Senate has to do the deed. We, We don't want to count those chickens before they hatch. So with our... Uh, update, Israel at war, it's 110.24. Not much changed since our last update. The death toll continues to rise as, as they are wont to do during war. Um, hostages remain at 136, uh, 1,200 dead, 12,957 wounded, and it's day number 96. We can expect these numbers to increase almost daily for weeks to come. Uh, I believe that's uh, Israel's uh, toll. Well, that's the thing. I'm glad you said that, Mary, even though you spoke out of turn. I'm good. But but I'm glad you said that because uh, we we have no idea how many Gazans because the numbers are always exaggerated from the people on the ground there. Yeah. Well, I'm sure the death toll is way higher, but they like to increase the number and to increase the number of children and, and uh, women and all that. But we can also expect anti-Jew, anti-Israel violence to increase. Um, keep in mind, not all Muslims are uh, the same. Um, all Muslims believe in a false religion of one sort or another. But the Sunnis, which is Iran and uh, Hamas, uh, and then the Shia, which is, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I got that wrong. The Sunnis are Hamas, and the, and the Shia are uh, in Iran and Hezbollah. And so they, 
If it wasn't for the common hatred of the Jews, they'd be killing each other, and they are all over the world. It doesn't hit the news because the news only reports it when the Jews do it. <laughs> That's the way it works. But this is the typical Sunni Muslim that you're about to hear talking. If the West feels so sorry for the Israeli Zionists, why don't they give a place in Germany? Why don't they go to Hitler's back garden and make occupation there? Then they will know what kind of people these are. Why every so many hundred years, the Zionists get slaughtered? Because Hitler knew how to deal with these people. They probably made a program so they can create a state of Israel in the expense of Palestinian Muslims' blood. Because Hitler knew how to deal with these people. Because Hitler knew how to deal with these people. Because Hitler knew He's expressing the attitude of the typical Sunni and Shia Muslim. Is they actually love Adolf Hitler. Mein Kampf is a bestseller in those countries still to this day. Here, the sodomite leftists in the United States, for clarification, Romans 1, 18-32, if you are a sodomite or an ally, you are considered one and the same. And that's the leftists in this country. And that includes leftist Jews in this country. They support Hamas. And you look at this video and watch, a bunch of these people have sh shirts on declaring that they are Jews who support Hamas. That's what that t-shirt says. Let's, let's see it again so you can see the t-shirt. Jews say cease fire now. That's what that shirt says. And look at all the masks. And as Islamic immigration and illegals coming across the border illegally as well increases and sodomite LGBTQ influence grows, then you're going to see this continue to increase. Anti-Semitic incidents in the United States has risen by 360% since October 7th. In response to the rape and murder and just you know, satanic, just horrible stuff of October 7th, you'd think people would say, that's terrible, and support Israel. But that's not how a leftist thinks because they're perverts. You gotta understand that. The word pervert used to always be used by normal human beings to anyone involved in the leftist sodomite cause. But we've all been brainwashed out of saying, plain English, and now we use words that they've made up and demanded we use. And so that's why I refer to them as perverts. I also want to say this before we move on, uh, a word about the secret tunnels at Chabad headquarters in New York. How I many of you saw the report of these uh, tunnels that were found and there was a riot, a small riot in New York about it? Don't believe the stuff that everybody's saying. There's people out there saying that they found evidence of this kind of you know, like 
there was some kind of trafficking going on and all that. And I've looked, there's no evidence yet to support that. There are people, especially for clickbait, will tell you that stuff so you'll go to their websites. If there's ever any evidence of that, then whoever's responsible should be arrested. I don't care if they're Jew or not. It, you know, it's a crime. Um, and it's another thing is everybody acts like since we support Israel and we support Jews, that somehow we're like in denial that there are bad Jews. There are bad Jews. I mean, it started, you know, way back <laughs> throughout the Old Testament. You can read about a lot of bad Jews. And then there's that guy named Judas, you know, Iscariot. He was a bad Jew. There, but you know what? There are bad white people too. There are bad every race. And so, yeah, it, uh, there could be some people involved in something really bad there, but there's no evidence for it yet. So keep all that in mind and keep balance. Don't let people get you, you know, going thinking crazy about this stuff. Of course, then you have Jeffrey Epstein, who, by the way, did not hang himself. And it's clear why the elite are glad that he's dead and not testifying. In case you missed it, some of you might not have seen this. Melinda French Gates opens up following her and Bill's divorce and the role Jeffrey Epstein played in their split. The power couple revealed last year that they ended their 27-year marriage. Any of the questions remaining about what Bill's relationship there was, those are for Bill to answer. That's Melinda sitting down with CBS Morning's Gail King on Thursday, her first wide-ranging interview since the split announcement in May. Divorce is a painful process, even when it's what both parties want. It still is a very painful personal decision. It wasn't one moment or one specific thing that happened. There just came a point in time where there was enough there that I realized it just wasn't healthy and I couldn't trust what we had. Among those contributing factors, Bill's connection to convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. The disgraced financier died in jail in 2019 while awaiting trial for sex trafficking charges. You know, it was also widely reported that Bill had a, a friendship or a business or some kind of contact with Jeffrey Epstein. It's not one thing, it was many things. But I did not like uh, that he'd had meetings with Jeffrey Epstein, no. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you made that clear to him? I made that clear to him. Melinda admits she met Epstein and doesn't mince words about her first impression. I wanted to see who this man was and um, I regretted it from the second I stepped in the door. He was abhorrent. He was evil personified. I had nightmares about it afterwards. My God, I feel terrible for those young women. It was awful. In a statement to CBS News, Bill calls meeting with Epstein, quote, a mistake that I regret deeply. He adds, it was a substantial error in judgment. Any of the questions remaining about what Bill's relationship there was, those are for Bill to answer. How many of you knew that? I've just showed it because uh, I've talked to a few people and they didn't know that, I mean, he's uh, known to have been a frequent flyer. And uh, this is what has been going on in our own backyard regarding Epstein. Where Epstein got his big break was in the early 90s. Les Wexner, who is the head of the limited, um, Victoria's Secret, multi-billionaire, he gave Epstein the keys to his kingdom, power of attorney over everything. And Epstein was allowed to do whatever he wanted with Les Wexner's fortune, Every, any, anything he wanted. He was, uh, he was given power of attorney. 
I mean, but he didn't. I mean, he barely even knew him, correct? Um, this they, wasn't even no, like they, a. They'd known each other for I don't know. I mean, five or six years. Um, but I think Les Wexner is a pretty dirty guy. I mean, he's also been named as a uh, as a perpetrator, and I do believe that he is a perpetrator. Um, and he and Jeffrey Epstein, Les Wexner has a very interesting history. He's got a, a history with the mafia. Um, there was an attorney that whose law firm worked for Les Wexner's Limited. His name was Arthur Shapiro, and he was shot in the back of the head twice, um, execution style, in um, Columbus, Ohio, which is where Wexner lives and where. The, the limited is is headquartered. So um, and so it was it was it was very much a mafia hit. And there there was a police report, a homicide report. I've got it that came out, and it named Les Wexner as the chief suspect of that homicide. And it talked about all of Les Wexner's mafia connections, which I was able to corroborate. Um, the police chief of Columbus ordered that homicide report to be destroyed and but I got a copy of it so I'm good at getting stuff so um, but yeah Les Wexner is the prime suspect as far as being the prime mover of that homicide well according, according to that homicide report why do you think well, I mean what was his fortune how much was it um, it's, he's estimated to be worth at least $4 billion. Why would he, I mean, is a blackmail? Why would he hand over the keys and give full power of attorney to Jeff Epstein rather than blackmail? Do you think it was blackmail? Um, it's either blackmail or they're both into something very sorted together. Um, and, and here's what people don't understand about Epstein, and they didn't understand this about Franklin. Um, Jeffrey Epstein was blackmailing some of the most powerful men in the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, all you got to do is look at his black book and see that he was blackmailing some of the most powerful men in the world. Now, Jeffrey Epstein was a college dropout from working class Coney Island. Is Jeffrey Epstein going to be able to blackmail Les Wexner, who has connections to the mafia? There's no way in hell. I mean, Jeffrey Epstein would have a very brief life expectancy if he did that. But the thing about it is, if he's got an intelligence apparatus behind him, uh -huh. and, and they make it known to whoever he's blackmailing, no one touches Jeffrey Epstein, or else pictures are going to come out, or whatever. I mean, that's the only way that Jeffrey Epstein um, is able to blackmail. So you think that Jeffrey Epstein had an intelligence organization behind him? Yeah, oh, absolutely. No doubt about it. Less intelligence organization or another country? Well, yeah, okay, so people speculate that it was Israeli um, and uh, not American, but here's the thing about that, and I try to explain it to people. There's no way that American intelligence is going to let Israeli intelligence compromise American politicians without getting a cut of that intelligence. That's the real world, folks. <laughs> and I checked what I could of things he said, and he has the receipts. That's right in Columbus, Ohio, when you see all this stuff about Jeffrey Epstein, 
Columbus, Ohio, and Les Wexter played a huge part in that. And let me tell you something else. Uh, you look up the history of the modern sodomite extremist culture that we have today and watch uh, the uh, documentary on uh, what's his name? Uh, what's the guy's name? No, it's not Lindsay. What's his? Uh, Kenzie. Kenzie was a, a researcher, in quotes, based in Indiana. And he used Ohio State professors and students to perform pedophilic uh, acts and record the responses of their victims and then use that information and the information he got from prisoners came out with what's called the Kinsey Report. And listen, all the sex ed and sex uh, information in your curriculum in secular uh, schools, high, junior high, high school, college, based their textbooks on the Kinsey Report. And we were supposed to believe that what Kinsey Report told us was the norm of sexuality in America in the 1950s and 60s. What he presented was the norm of pedophiles and prisoners. How many of you heard 10% of the United States is homosexual? You never heard that? I, I want to see it. How, how many of you have heard 10%? That's the number they've been throwing around for 40 years. Anytime you talk about it, they say, well, 10% uh, of the population. 10% of the population was never homosexual. It was 10% of the prison population. And, but the ABC, NBC, CBS, including Walter Cronkite, everybody thinks is some great newsman. He wasn't all lied and they knew they were lying and they lied and lied and lied just like you say you lie enough people believe it's the truth now you have probably approaching five or six percent of the population was only about three percent are engaged in outright sodomite sex and now there's, all, there's millions of kids who are claiming to be trans and using all these pronouns and stuff, but they're, it's all for a show. It's all for, you know, to get attention and that sort of thing. And so we hope that any of our loved ones that we know are involved in that, that that's what they're doing. But uh, that's the reality. I mean, it's just uh, such a, a wicked, uh, it is a conspiracy. I mean, it is what it is. According to Ryan, who's that investigative uh, journalist, the cover-up involves feds, it involves state agencies and actors, and many tech industry operatives, including Jim Wells, who founded, co-founded Wikipedia. And Wikipedia has all kinds of stuff, including if you listen to that, that whole, it's like a two-hour interview. If you listen, to, he'll tell about how they totally misrepresent an investigation he was involved with, trying to make it look like, ah, it's a big farce. And when he contacted Jim Wells and gave him the information he needed to go on Wikipedia and correct it, he cut him off and didn't hear from him anymore.
Uh, it's just uh, that I'm just say, I just say it's going to move on. I mean, our culture is a cesspool. Our universities, our high schools, for the most part, the textbook authors, all of them are a bunch of sodomites and sodomite allies given over to the devil. Yeah. <laughs> and this sex trafficking. Joe Biden and his administration and rhino Republicans are involved in it too, are knowingly allowing uh, tens of thousands of children and women to be raped and gang raped and then brought into this country and turned into sex slaves. They know it. It's by design. And so when God finally puts the nail on the coffin of this country, it'll be later than I thought this country deserved it. Amen. Number three, Hunter Biden put on a show today. Hunter, apparently you're afraid of my words. Whoa! <laughs> oh! I'd like to reclaim my time, Mr. Chairman. He walked out of the hearing as soon as wow, she started that's to talk. Too bad. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think it's clear and obvious for everyone watching this hearing today that Hunter Biden is terrified of strong conservative Republican women because he can't even face my words as I was about to speak to him. What a coward. Yeah. And Amen. <laughs> the, a reporter did get in one good question. Please, I'll answer your question if you be quiet and let me make a statement, okay? How crack do you normally smoke, Mr. Biden? How crack do you normally smoke, Mr. Biden? Did you see that? He's getting ready, he's attorney's getting ready to talk. He says, what kind of crack do you normally smoke, Mr. Biden? <laughs> oh, yeah. Be informed, pray, and act accordingly. Yes. All right, 2 Thessalonians 3. 16 through 18, as we complete our study of 2 Thessalonians 3 with a final blessing from the Apostle Paul, including, he says, the Lord be with you all. And that's where we got our title for this study, verses 16 through 18. Read the even with me. So if you will, start in verse 16, read with me. Now the Lord of peace himself give you peace always by all means. The Lord be with you all. The salutation of Paul with mine own hand, which is the token in every epistle, so I write. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Amen? So Paul's threefold blessing begins with peace. And then he blesses them with the presence of Christ. Then we see verse 17 is the authentication of his epistle. And it's funny, he kind of throws that in there right before the last blessing of grace. And so we'll come uh, to each of those as we read in the beginning of verse 16. Now, uh, Paul begins by telling us the source of the peace he's praying for. Look what he says there in verse 16. Now the Lord of peace, the source of peace. Uh, I hope you love this local church, but it's not the source of your peace. I hope you like the food here. Not that I'm the cook. I can't claim credit, but we've got some good cooks here. And I love the food. It gives my stomach some peace, 
but uh, that's not the source of the peace. What is our, the source of our peace is the Lord Himself. And this phrase is used uh, once uh, as in those words, the Lord of peace, right here in our text. But it's synonymous with a couple of others. Prince of peace. And that's used once. How many of you know right offhand where that's at? Anybody? More specific? Isaiah 9.6. It's Christmas, so I thought some of you would remember it was on Christmas cards and things. But uh, (laughs) then God of peace is used five times. So the reference to Jesus as Prince of Peace points us to His kingdom reign, which will be a kingdom of what? Peace. Peace. (laughs) And uh, Isaiah 9.6 says, My wife answered us, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and what? Prince of Peace. And then there's one reference to Jesus as God of Peace, uh, also pointing us to the kingdom reign, and that's in Romans 16:20. I love this verse. And the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. I believe that's what that's saying. And I'm not t- trying to toot my horn or anything. I'm just saying I haven't read this in other commentaries. And I just think this is what it's saying. That when we return with Jesus Christ on our white horses, how is the beast the false prophet and the entire armies of the world and everything destroyed when he returns. 